Welcome back. This is the Confident Collective Podcast, and we are your hosts. I'm Rayanne. And I'm Christina. We are curb models, content creators, and some would even say comedians. We started the Confident Collective Podcast to help you live your most confident life by sharing our stories and sitting down with experts to talk about, well, life. We chat sex, dating, business, relationships, and so much more. We hope you love this episode, so let's get into it. Ray, it is our 150th episode. That is actually mind-blowing to me that we've done this 150 times. That's crazy. It's so crazy. That's like, Three years is a huge commitment. I'm so proud of us. And honestly, if you've been here from episode one, thank you so much. If you are just starting to tune into the Confident Collective podcast, thank you so much. You have no idea how much it means to us that you listen here. And just the Confident Collective community is something we're both so proud of. And we have so many big plans. Like if you hear the combos that Ray and I have together and like when we're manifesting and like what the community can look like, you'd be like, whoa, like these girls, our vision is insane. But you know who's insane. Is even more insane than ours? Steve's. <laughs> Steve oh. literally, we'll have an idea and Steve's like, no, no, no. no you guys need to be doing stuff in stadiums. He always, <laughs> yeah. he's always like he, comparing us to like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like conferences. <laughs> it's so funny. Like we've got big dreams, but Steve has bigger dreams. <laughs> no, that literally could not be more accurate. The amount of times he's compared us to Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, he always compares us to Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I'm like, Steve, this is so niche. Like I, and I'm just like, yeah, for sure. Cause I don't want to be like, he's so excited. So I'm just like, yes, yes, Schwarzenegger oh fast or whatever it is. And then he's like, you guys are going to be like Coachella. <laughs> Which honestly, Dude, I love crying. it. Steve is a definition of delusional confidence and I fucking love it. We are taking yeah. that on. We are fucking delusional. I love oh it. Oh my gosh. Wait, that is literally could not be more accurate. Like word for word. These are all things Steve says. We love him for it. That is so funny. We're like, we're always like, Steve, do you want to be um, a part of the Confident Collective? The only thing is that you're going to have to pay to be a part of it because we don't really make any money. So you have to pay to work for us. Um, but we appreciate it all. Yeah, we appreciate it. Um, love that for us. So if you guys are enjoying, <laughs> enjoying our episodes and also want to see us, you know, in a stadium one day, whatever, please rate and review the podcast and also share this episode um, or your favorite episode on your Instagram story um, and tag us. We would absolutely love that as like a 150th episode gift from you to us. Yeah. <laughs> it, no, it really would mean so much for us. And honestly, like as we're trying to grow, just having other people see you guys share the podcast or just being able to read the reviews really helps us so much. So if you could help us by just doing that, we would really appreciate it. Oh my gosh. Now that I'm crying and my mascara is like all over the place, should we get into some life updates, Ray? Yes. Let's get into some life updates. Honestly, I <laughs> I am I'm going to Paris this weekend and okay, I- You're not coming over to my place afterwards. Okay. Honestly, you need to <laughs> chill with the bed bugs. They're everywhere. No, the has bed, bed bugs, bugs are my Roman Empire. Okay. Honestly, I like. I guess I remember who I was talking to. I was like, "Are the French people talking about this, or is it just Americans?" Like, I don't think it's as bad as they're making it out to be. Um, and also, there's this thing you can buy. It's called like Zap Bag, and when you get home from the trip, you put your suitcase in it, and it heats your whole bag up to 140 degrees for two oh, wow. hours to kill all the bugs. So I'm going to do that just to be safe. But I'm really not worried about it. I'm like, am I crazy for not being worried about it? Like, 
I, I'm just really not worried about it. Um, yeah. So I'm going to Paris yeah. and I'm going to do like a whole itinerary of like the ultimate girls weekend in Paris. And I'm just so excited. I love Paris so much. I've never been in the fall, only been in the summer. And um, I, I'm, I'm just so excited. So stay tuned for, you know, if you want to go to Paris with your girls and have the best time, I've got you covered. I am so excited. And if you guys don't know, like Ray writes the best travel itineraries. She does so much research. She like loves planning a really great aesthetic trip that will have all the vibes that you are looking for. So I cannot wait to hear your girls weekend in Paris. And I'm slightly kidding on the bed bugs. Like that is one of my (laughs) biggest fears. But people have DM'd me that live in France and they're like, it's actually really not as big of a deal as the media is making it out to be. So I think you're fine. Okay. Thank you for that reassurance. I really appreciate it. I'm asking everyone. I'm like, should I be scared? They're like, no, you're fine. I'm like, okay, perfect. You'll be okay. Perfect. So yeah, what's going on with you? Okay. So I have a little story time for you guys. I need to share with you some things about this house and how we knew it was meant to be. Oh. And three different crazy things have happened. So buckle up. Wait, do I know these things? I know some I don't know. I, I honestly was like, did I, have I even told Ray this stuff? And sometimes I'm like, I can't remember what I've shared on the podcast and like what I've told you or... Well, I think you went in that era of like not sharing anything because Julia told you to in your reading to not share. (laughs) So I actually think I've been left in the dark with a lot of stuff. So I'm excited for this. Please divulge what you've been keeping from me. Can I please see photos of this house? I was like, no. Uh, I I was like, I did not share the house to anyone. No. Okay. All right. Fill us in. Okay. So the first thing has to do with Julia. So when I did that conversation with Julia, she said, you already know. You've already seen your house. And I was like, what? Like, what is she talking about? And I actually thought it was another house because she was like, this house is like, she's like, is it white? She was like, it's whitish with shutters. And at that time, we were putting an offer in on another house in a different city that was yellow. But we kept saying, we're going to paint it white and it's going to look so cute. And we ended up not getting that house. And I was like, so bummed. I was like, this is the house that Julia was talking about. Like, is Julia a fraud? Like, what's going on? I was like, really, really crushed. And then we were looking in a different neighborhood and we ended up sending our real estate agent to go look at this house for us that was on the market for a long time. We're like, it seems like a good house. Like, obviously it's been there on the market for a while. Like what's happening with it? And she went to look at it and my parents went to look at it. And this is the house that is our house now. And it's exactly as Julia described. And we never saw it in person, but we were looking at it. We must've looked at it a million times on Zillow and Redfin and all that stuff. But for some reason, like, it just didn't catch our attention right away. Mm. And now looking back on it, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I think that's the house Julia was talking about. Like, so that is just one crazy thing. I was like, it's meant to be. She already knew. Two, when we were in New Jersey doing inspections on the house back in August, I think, August, July, whatever, uh, we had, like, a crazy, crazy situation. We ended up renting a car. We rented a Tesla that weekend. Steve's decision, by the way. And we felt like somewhat empowered because we were just working with Genesis, which is an electric vehicle, which shout out to Genesis, like the sexiest electric vehicle. Like if you're looking for one, I'm obsessed. Blows the Tesla out of the way. I freaking hate the Tesla. Okay, so we rent this Tesla and we're like driving around this area. We're doing inspections on the house. We go get lunch at like the cutest little restaurant. We're sitting outside there. We are admiring this restaurant so much because it is so freaking trendy and cute. And there's also like little kids there eating by themselves, like kind of on like somewhat of a busy road in this town. We're like, this town feels like so safe that like kids are just taking themselves to breakfast there, like six-year-olds, eight-year-olds. It was like wild, okay? Okay. Yeah. So 
later on, we go to the beach, we go back to the house. And then we're like, oh my, we're supposed to go to our friend's house afterwards who lives in the area. And we're like, oh my gosh, we have like 10, no, we, I think at this point we had like 20 miles left on this car. It was like, we need to charge this car. Like this is an emergency. So we go to a charger and I go to put my credit card in the charger. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have my purse. I lost my purse. Steve is freaking out. He's like, what do you mean you have? You don't have your purse? I was like, forget about the purse. I probably forgot it at the restaurant. I'm sure it's fine. I was like, we need to get <gasps> no like, this car deal. charged. <laughs> we need to get this car charged. So it's starting to rain. Now I'm like out here trying to charge the car. And all of a sudden we realize, wait a minute, we can't charge it here. There's no adapter to charge it in this like little electric charging station. I was like, oh my gosh, we need to find another charging station. So he's like, well, you got to call about your purse. I was like, forget about my purse. Like if we're stranded here, like what are we going to do? So then we go to another charging station. We can't plug it into there either. So now we're like at maybe like 13 miles. The closest Tesla charging station is about like 15 miles away. We're calling Tesla's hotline. They're like, try and get as close as you can, but you're going to need to call someone to tow you. Oh, oh, my like, God. oh my gosh. We're like freaking out, like super stressful. It's raining now. We're like, what do we do? Make a long story short, we had one mile left. And I was like, should we just pull over and call them to come pick us up? And he's like, no, let's just push it. We ended up driving like 17 miles left with zero charge and got it, got there on time. And we're able to charge the car. And it was just like, oh my gosh, we made it, we made it, we made it. It was super stressful. So then Steve's like, call about the purse, call about the purse, call about the purse. And I, I was like, they're closed, they're closed. And he's like freaking out. He's like, cancel all your cards. We're supposed to fly out the next day. I have like my pa- my passport in there, my ID. He's like, how are we going to fly God. home? He's like, we need to call the airline. I was like, you're freaking me out and you're stressing me out. He's like, I'm stressing you out. He's like, you're stressing me out. <laughs> I was like, Steve, I'm sure the purse is there. It's fine. He's like, Christina, we were sitting outside on a busy road. It is not fine. Like the purse is not going to be there. I was like, can you just trust? I was like, listen, if the purse is there, it's just meant to be. Okay. This house is for us. This neighborhood's for us. So I, I love how you turn it into night. that. You're like, you're like, if it's there, we're meant to live here. If it's not, we're not. You're just exactly. creating so these scenarios. I love it. I created this scenario. So I call in the morning, first thing in the morning. I was like, hi, I think I forgot my purse there. They're like, oh yeah, we have it. Come pick it up. And I was like, okay, thank you. I was like, see, I told you. So it just felt like a very meant to be thing, you know? Yeah. Okay. Third thing is we went to the house again. And this time we met the owners. We went to do some measurements. And all of a sudden their son comes up to us. He's like, hey, you. And he points to Steve. He's like, are you the husband? And he's like, yeah. He's like, are you buying this house? He's like, yeah. He's like, he's goes, come here. I need to show you something. Scary. Like, this, okay. sounds like the, this sounds scary to me. Well, it was a little scary. We're like, what is he going to show us? We're like, is something seriously wrong that he's going to fill us in on or what? He brings Steve outside and brings him to this little tree. He goes, you see this tree? Whatever you do to this house, please do not cut down this tree. This is a white fig tree. I planted it during COVID and it's grown and it is my favorite thing about this property. Please do not cut down this tree. Steve got chills like crazy because his dad planted a white fig tree at the house he grew up in. And it was like his pride and joy. And he took such good care of it. And when his mom sold the house, the owners cut the tree down and they were all devastated. Wait, 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 Christina. I, know, I, I have chills too. Chills. Me I have too. never like, heard of someone, I've never even heard of a white fig tree. And the fact I that know. this, that is I know. crazy. How, oh my gosh, I have chills. How crazy is that? 
Oh my God, I'm kind of getting emotional. I know. It was just like the weirdest, weirdest thing. And it was just so specific. Like the type of fig tree, true. The type of fig tree as well. And like the fact that he brought Steve out there and said it like, please don't, oh gosh, it was just so crazy. And Steve came in, he was like, and I was like, what happened? He was like, kind of like shooken up and like, yeah, it was just wild. So anyways, all these crazy things have happened. And after looking for a home for so long, all these things, even though like no house will ever be perfect, no situation will ever be perfect. It just felt very meant to be. And I feel like this is part of the reason I'm so excited. And I feel like this is where we should be. How crazy is all that? That's so crazy. I mean, you asked the universe for, for a sign and it's like, here you go, bitch. Here's, here's some signs. I, and then when I wasn't trusting the signs, they just kept throwing them at me. No, no, no. You kept throwing in here. You're like, I don't know about that one. Dodged it, dodged it. Like you've been dodging these from like left and right. So I'm glad that finally one smacked you in the face. And yeah. it's like, this is right. Well, I'm so freaking excited to see the house in person and it just sounds like it's I mean there's no denying it's meant to be welcome to the east coast baby thank you thank you thank you okay I think we need to talk about our mutual obsession right now I honestly this has been on my mind for since I watched it the Beckham documentary no I don't think you get it. where do we even begin I think we need to begin with the fact that I almost named my kids after their kids Wait, Not I like, never knew this. Remember Romeo, Brooklyn? Oh, I didn't know Brooklyn was in the running, but I knew Romeo, but I thought that was kind of along the names of like when you guys were in like the Samsonite era, like trying to figure out you were naming, there were some weird names being tossed around. I just, I loved the Beckhams for so long but without really knowing why I loved them. Oh, I know why I loved them because I used to see David Beckham outside Equinox with his kids all the time when we lived in West Hollywood and I just thought they were so cute. Yeah, his and kids are really cute. And now this documentary, I, oh, it's so good. Their love story. Okay, that's the thing that I was really hooked on. I had, I think I was like too young. Like when they were getting engaged and stuff, I would think I was like just being born. But I just did not realize, and I don't think we give enough credit, and now it's finally getting credit, that they have one of the most amazing love stories of our time. I think like this when he would drive— like two hours to see her. He was like, I would drive two hours to see her for seven minutes. Like that is a definition. If he wanted to, he would. 100%. And I just, I also think my, one of my main takeaways is my new obsession with Victoria. She is so fucking funny. When she was talking about how she was like, oh, I'm having a C-section on Monday. And David's like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't. Like I have a photo show of Beyonce and Jennifer Lopez. And the headline was like, what would Posh say? And she was like, (laughs) Posh was fucking pissed. I was (laughs) like, she is so funny. And she's also just been so supportive. I think like Mm -hmm. David really, she, I feel like gave up a lot to be there for him for a long time. And like, I just think they're, they've been through so much together, even like, the, you know, the questions of infidelity, whatever. They've really stuck by each other. And I think it's super beautiful. 100% so beautiful. And something that I love so much, and I feel like you don't really hear men talk about it that much, but the way she made him feel safe. Yeah. And I feel like we always look to our partners for like that stability, that security. But the way he would, like when he was having a hard time in England, he would fly to New York to be with the Spice Girls because he felt safe with them. I oh was my just God, like, that I love the that. cutest thing ever. The cutest thing ever. And I think you're right. Like she really sacrificed a lot for herself and for her family and also for his happiness. Yes. Um, so it was just so interesting seeing their entire journey. And I remember, probably because I'm a little bit older, like I don't remember their whole, their whole love story, but I do remember 
like hearing like, oh my gosh, they're so young to get married or like, oh, is she like people would make it out as if she was like super trashy to be having a baby and getting married so young. That's crazy. And Um, now like they've stood the test of time and they're still together and they have such a beautiful family. Oh, and wait a minute. Are we not going to talk about David Beckham staying up late at night to clean the house? No, no, no. That was the next thing I was going to say. And cleaning the candles? Are you kidding me? (laughs) No. He, I realized I like added to my list of like qualities. Like I love that quality of him where he's so organized. When he was like planning his outfits for the week, I was like, oh my God, I just love it. It's so cute. He was, he's so organized how he like stays up late after everyone goes to bed and puts out the candles. I love how like Victoria doesn't cook, like David cooks and like is doing Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And it just, I really love that it showed like David really loves Victoria for exactly how she is. When she's like, oh my gosh, I'm off to work. He's like, no, where are you really going? She's like, I'm going to get a facial. He's like, all right, bye. Like I just already called her out about the Rolls Royce. Like he really just is like, it's just so cute. And I love how she is just totally herself and he seems like totally himself. Mm -hmm. And they just like, work together and also I I just I just I mean don't we all want a man to stay up after we go to bed and like clean the house and trim the candle wicks and make sure everything is like tidy probably to an extreme amount I mean that's why he's like at a, a, a he probably operates at another level being like a professional athlete with his regimen and perfectionism but I'm like damn that's hot no when Steve cleans the apartment after I go to sleep it is the best feeling to wake up to that. I'm like, I feel so loved right now. Yeah. I feel so loved right now. Also, I know no one cares, but I'm not even kidding you. Steve somewhat looks like David Beckham, and I never realized it until I've been staring at David Beckham in the face because I've been watching <laughs> him go to sleep every single night. It, there is something about Steve's deep-set eyes and the eyebrows and his cheekbones over here from his profile when he smiles. I was like, <gasps> that's the only part. Steve, Steve thinks I'm crazy, but I, I shared this on Instagram, and— so many people were like, oh my gosh, I see it. Oh my gosh, I really? see it. So I know I'm not the only one. Yes. I'm oh, going to send it to you, like the profile part, and you're going to be like, oh okay, my gosh. I need to see a side-by-side because when you posted that, I was like, this girl's losing her damn mind. Um, <laughs> I mean, don't Steve is attractive. Dave Beckham is attractive. I'm like, okay, but but they don't I think look they alike. Don't look but anything these, alike. these features, oh my gosh, you're going to see it when I show it okay. to you. I will say... I think David Beckham is the definition of aging like fine wine. Like he was oh cute gosh. when he was in his early twenties. But no, like, he I think he's hotter now. now. He looks better now than he did when he was young. I'm like, what kind of sick joke is this? Like he looks it's a so sick joke. good. He looks so good. Also, their kids, it's so insane to me how much like their kids are actual carbon copies of them. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Except Harper Seven. Wait, is her name like really Harper Seven or we just call her Harper? I feel like they always call her Harper Seven. Oh, I've never heard of Harper 7. I just know her name's Harper. Okay. Well, their daughter is the only one who I'm like, wait, who does she look like? But I feel like the other ones, like Brooklyn is David's clone. Romeo is Rebecca's clone. Cruz is like, Rebecca? Wait, wait who's Rebecca? Rebecca? <laughs> I <think> just said, <laughs> like, who the fuck is Rebecca? Do you mean Victoria? <laughs> You're like, I'm what? so obsessed with them. <laughs> Rebecca. I'm like, who the fuck is Rebecca? Victoria. Oh my god! I'm gonna pee my pants. <laughs> we can never from? get anyone's names right. <laughs> Last week it was like Jerry or Gary on The Bachelor. Now it's Rebecca, Victoria. We know what you meant, but oh I was like, gosh, they sound nothing alike. Who's they sound Rebecca? Nothing alike. I will god. say one thing I learned about myself is that I am disappointed that I Posh was not my Spice Girl growing up. Who was your Spice Girl? Baby, like a basic bitch. Yours? Mine was definitely. I mean. 
between scary and baby, I mm. would go across the street for to my grandma's neighbor's house. His name was Steven. Um, and we would watch that movie like every day after school, the Spice Girls movie every day after school. And it was, we were obsessed with it. Me and Steven were just like, could not get enough of it. He had the British flag in his room. Like we were obsessed with it. And now I need to watch it again. I don't even know where you can watch it. I don't know. I'm sure we could find it somewhere online. I honestly have only seen it once or twice. I was more obsessed with their albums. I mean, I was obsessed with all of the movie I really had a strong phase with, but... Um, Wait, no. that's so funny because I actually remember the first time I heard about the Spice Girls, like super vividly, like core memory, because it was the first time I actually started listening to music on my own. Oh. And it was in fifth grade, and there was this guy, Michael Chupka, who was in my fifth grade class, and he was talking about the Spice Girls and, like, how they were so hot or whatever. And I was like, what? And I was like, oh, yeah, the Spice Girls. But, like, I actually had no idea who they were. Like, I've never heard about them before. And then I somehow, I guess I, like, asked my parents or I don't know at that age, like, how you find out about music. But then I bought their albums, and that was, like, the first album I was, like, really excited to listen to. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we need to bring girl bands and boy bands back. It was just such a time in the 90s. Like, I miss it. I do. The era of pop. I know. I miss it. Do you feel like there are maybe right now where you're just like older, not like as up to that date? That makes me you know, sick to my scene? stomach. If there is a <laughs> band out there as big as the Spice Girls and I don't know about it. Um, uh, old, I don't think as fuck. big as the Spice Girls. I guess like K-pop is kind of that like boy band now, like that genre. Okay, well, today we're going to talk about romanticizing your life because I don't know if it's just been—it's like the changing of season, like as we go into fall, and so many people are kind of like feel like they're in a funk. Like conversations among my friends are just like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm kind of in a funk, and I don't know what it is. If it's like summer ending, we're moving into fall, people are just kind of feeling like— Eh, like off. So today we're going to talk about how to get through this fall transition and romanticize the fuck out of your life. 100%. First of all, I think it's seasonal depression. It's a real thing. Um, And I think I'm super hyper aware of it because now I'll be on the East Coast as well. But I think someone who romanticizes their life truly lives a happier, more fulfilled life Mm. by making like simple changes because I think that we're all on this freaking hamster wheel. Back in the spring, I had an identity crisis and I did as most women do when they are questioning everything, I got bangs. Now I got lucky and I actually really like my bangs, but the best part about them is that they have been hiding my insane postpartum hair regrowth. Like it is wild. I legit have been inch of hair regrowth hiding under those bad boys. And honestly, I have neutral to think. I literally tell every single friend dealing with hair thinning about it because I had two bald spots and a thinning hairline back in April. And I am so beyond happy with my hair regrowth. If you're not familiar with Nutrafol, it's the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. From postpartum to menopause to plant-based lifestyles and no matter your life stage, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women. Each is physician formulated using drug-free science-backed ingredients so you get the most reliable results. Go to Nutrafol.com to take their hair health wellness quiz. Identify causes of your hair thinning and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair growth through their whole body health approach. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. It's Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TCC. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TCC. 
if you come over to my apartment and you open my fridge, you will see mostly drinks and beverages. Will there be food? Sometimes. But I can always guarantee that I am stocked on the beverage front. And the latest addition to the lineup is Dose. Dose is a collection of wellness shots. They have one for your liver, immunity, skin, cholesterol. And the one that I am most excited to try is for soreness. I obviously had eye surgery a couple weeks ago and have not been able to work out. So I can start working out again next week. And I already know that after I go to the gym for the first time and lift, I am not going to be able to walk. You know that soreness where you can't even like sit on the toilet? I just know that is going to be me. So I have my soreness dose wellness shot ready to go for when I am back in the gym. I take the dose immunity and I love how good it tastes. Obviously, it protects my health, but the taste, you guys, is delicious. You keep it in the fridge so it's nice and cold and it is creamy and just has the right amount of sweetness. And each bottle has eight servings, but you're only supposed to take a shot a day. And I literally had to tell Steve to stop drinking them because he was like doubting them as if he could just drink them all at once because he was like, this tastes so good. If you want to give Dose a shot and invest in your health, Dose is offering Confident Collective listeners 15% off your first order plus an additional 15% off if you subscribe for a monthly delivery. That's 30% off your first order. Go to dosedaily.co slash TCC and use code TCC. That's dosedaily.co slash TCC and use code TCC. It's like, go, 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 go. Work, 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 work. And I think that's why this time of year can be really hard for a lot of people because you're getting up in the morning, you're going to work, you're getting out of work and it's still dark out, right? And it's kind of Mm -hmm. like, what happened to my day? Like, I'm just living to work. Yeah. So how do you feel, how do you make your life feel more special? Because I don't think that as a family, you should wait for like your one family trip a year or wait for like these big events. Like there are little things you could do to make everyday moments feel so special. And I feel like by making these changes, like your life will honestly be so much more happier and more fulfilled. Yeah, I feel like we're always looking for the trip, the wedding, the Mm -hmm. whatever, the graduation, like all of these big events, when really that is such like a tiny percentage of our actual life. Our day-to-day life is pretty, I mean... I guess if you want to say mundane or just like ordinary things that we do in our routine, but you can, I think romanticizing your life is just appreciating all of those more like mundane things in your life. And it's so funny because I saw this girl on TikTok, her Instagram is the nude lip, and she basically gives you like everyday itineraries to like essentially romanticize your life and make it like an event. If you feel like, oh my God, I have nothing cool going on. Like I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. She'll do like, okay, this is how you're going to spend your Friday night alone. Normally you would think like, oh, like a Friday night alone. uh, Like I feel blah. She's like, no, 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 no. And she basically makes you an itinerary and it's like, okay, you're going to walk home from work because it's October. It's the most beautiful time of year. You're going to put on this specific playlist to get you in like the fall mood while you're walking home. Then you're going to get home and you're going to put on like a matching sweat set, not just like, you know, grungy old clothes, like put on something that you really feel good in, do a full skincare routine, do that like, you know, extra bougie face mask that's like probably sitting on your shelf that you never use. Order yourself the takeout that you've been wanting to try or your favorite takeout and then like light a candle and watch a movie. Like it's all about the little details. And I really think the way you frame it that takes it from just like a Friday night at home where you're feeling kind of depressed and like lonely to like a Friday night where it's really like an event and you're making it special and making it feel like you're romanticizing your life. That sounds like the perfect evening. No, I know. It's my favorite. Friday night's home are my favorite. That sounds so, so nice. I know like the biggest thing for me is 
eating dinner with my family and like I have a baby and a toddler and like dinner is freaking crazy, okay? Like the hours between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. are like the scariest hours of my day. Okay, <laughs> They're just wild. But I really think taking the time to like actually make dinner and plate your dinner and like actually sit down and eat with real plates and silverware, which I know like sounds like pretty simple and like basic, but no, like, cause it's way easier to get like a paper plate or like get something else. Like sit down and like have dinner with your family, even if it feels a little bit rushed, taking the time to do that, because that is such a special thing. Like to be able to sit there with your family together is not something to be overlooked. Those are the little moments that you're going to remember the most in your life. I was laughing because I was over at Christina's for dinner when I was in LA and it was just crazy. Christina also, I'm telling her she needs to get on the cooking content. It was delicious. She made the most delicious meal, but it was so funny because Dewey's like eating Christian's full meal off his like half his high chair. Christina has like Nicholas on her hip. Like it's just mayhem. And I'm like, Christina, Dewey's eating Christian. I'm like, ah, but anyway, (laughs) it's, I think even like the small things that you said, using plates makes it feel like a more than just like, you're just throwing something together. It's like an experience. And I always like to, if I'm having like a poppy or kombucha, I always like pour it over ice in like a wine glass or a nice glass. And my friend was over once and she was like, oh, how do you do that? I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. It just makes it feel like a little more special. Like it's just, instead of just drinking out of the can or the bottle, just using a glass is the tiniest little thing that makes it feel a little bit more special. I love that. I also think you can host, like have a little party or host your friends. And it doesn't even need to be like for something. Like I feel like like we said at the beginning, you're always waiting for, oh, my birthday party, you're celebrating this thing. It can be for the smallest thing. Like I'm going to, my friend Danielle is having like a spooky season movie night where she's literally making fall snacks and we're just going to her house and watching fall movies and chilling out. Like that's so simple. You don't need to like go go out, plan this extravagant thing. You're just going to someone's house and having like a cozy fall movie night. One of my friends, Alex, always used to host game nights Like once a month. And it was just so much fun. Like you could make an event out of anything. And honestly, there doesn't even have to be like a theme or a reason. It's like, oh, like I want to see you guys. Why don't you come over for dinner? Like let's hang out. Let's do a movie night. Like I think just making that effort to like see your friends and like throw a little party for no good reason is a way to romanticize your life. Something else I love is just taking spontaneous date trips. I feel like sometimes like you're on the week, like when you have off on the weekend, you're like, what do I do? What do I do? explore. Explore. It makes you feel like you're a freaking movie character. And it could be anything. It could be like going to like a new part of Brooklyn and like checking out a, like, I don't know, a boutique that you've been wanting to check out or like going hiking in the mountains with your family or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be something super extravagant, but actually like planning things and getting out of your home and out of your comfort zone and just seeing and trying something new is so exciting. That's actually one thing I need to be better at in New York now because I feel like I used to do that all the time when I had my car in LA. Mm -hmm. I don't—I think I'm just still getting used to, like, not having a car, but I would just, like, drive up to, like, Carmel or wherever and just have, like, explore that area. I just loved exploring different areas or having, like, a day in Malibu. So I need to get better at at doing that here in New York. Steve and I do it all the time here. I feel like we are, like, literally never home. Like, we're always out exploring or trying something different. And I'm actually really excited to do it now in our new neighborhood and, like, back in New Jersey because we haven't lived there in over 12 years and things have changed and I can't wait to, like, fall in love with the area again. And I feel like by really exploring it is the way you do it. Yeah. I think another really 
really easy, low lift way to romanticize your life is to just get dressed for the day. Mm-hmm. I think even if you work from home or even if you're like staying home for for the night, whatever it is, like whether it's get, putting on a cute outfit and going out for the day or putting on just like a matching cute sweater set or a sweatsuit instead of just like a random hodgepodge like thing you throw together because it does change the energy. It, like, it really changes how you feel. Like if I'm wearing a t-shirt that I slept in and like boxer shorts around the house, I feel so different than if I just like splash some water on my face and put on like a cute matching set or whatever. I'm just so much more productive in my day, productive in my house. Like, and I just feel more put together. And I think getting dressed really has an impact on your energy. And then say something comes up, like say something, like you have an opportunity to go meet up with a friend or like you want to run out and get something. You're already dressed. You're like, you know what? Let me just continue on with my day. Yeah. But like, if you're still in your pajamas, you're like, oh, like everything seems like more difficult because it's like, oh, now I have to get ready. But like, no, you're getting ready first thing in the morning. Like you're preparing for an eventful day, even if you're just planning on staying at home and working. Mm -hmm. Something else that like I never really thought of, but has been the biggest game changer for the way I live is getting dimmers. Do you have these? No, I don't have dimmers in my new apartment. I had them in my old apartment in LA and I fucking love them. Oh my gosh. If you don't have dimmers, you need to get them. They're like $5 from Amazon and you can like switch them out for all your lights so quickly. But as soon as like evening hits, we dim all the lights in our place and it just sets such a different ambiance. You feel so much better. Like it instantly relaxes you. And like, you don't realize like how harsh your lighting can be sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I know it's like so small, but it really, really, I think one prepares you for bed and like just makes you feel more relaxed. And I think is like such a simple way to romanticize your life. Like it's evening time. Like we're setting candles. We're using our dimmers. Oh, it just feels good. Yeah, I actually just realized what my version of the ambient lighting is. It's, well, candles, number one. I'm obsessed with candles. Like, it's—I can't get enough of them. I got these, like, salt rock lamp plugins, mm. and I put them all around my apartment. I probably have, like, eight of them. And I just turn them on at night, and it's, like, it makes the most gorgeous, like, ambient lighting. Like, I don't have my overhead lights on. It's just these little, like, salt rock I don't even know what to call them. Whatever. You plug them into the yeah, wall. No, you get them on I can Amazon. picture exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Um, but the one thing I need to figure out is I need to like, I have to go around and turn off all eight of them at mm. night, which is kind of a lot. But besides that, the lighting is perfection and just helps me unwind for the day, you know? You need ones that have a remote. Yeah, I do. Something else is buying myself flowers. Mm. You're really, you do that. Just, you really do always have flowers in your house. I always have fresh flowers in my house. Either I get them, Steve gets them, whatever. Sometimes I'll pick them from the neighbors, okay? <laughs> I need fresh flowers in my house, even if it's just like a little bud vase on your nightstand or in your bathroom. I always love having them on my kitchen table. I just think fresh flowers in your home bring such a nice, beautiful vibe. It really does. I need to start doing that more. I actually got some from Trader Joe's the other day and I really was like, oh, wow, I'm living, honey. I'm living. Yeah, exactly. Making playlists, which I used to do all the time. And to be honest with you, I feel like a lot of times when I'm on the go, I tend to put on a podcast or I'll call someone more than I listen to music. And recently, I was actually meeting up with Rosie to go for a walk. And I decided not to listen to a podcast. I just put on a playlist. 
I am not even freaking kidding you. I was screaming, singing in the street. Like I felt alive. Like having a playlist that just fits your mood is so invigorating. You just feel like such main character energy and it is such a good one. So I have like a gym playlist. I have a party playlist. I have a road trip playlist. And now I'm trying to work on like a wind down like evening playlist. Mm. Um, But just having a playlist for all your different moods, I think is just very, a very good way to romanticize. See, I think I made two playlists in my life. One for the really? Confident Collective Pool Party <laughs> and one it. for my half marathon. And uh, I just never make playlists. You know what? I uh, This is like one of my, like, if I'm starting to date a guy, I like tell him this. And he's like, oh my God, every guy I've dated recently has made me a playlist. And one of them is like a wind down, like at nighttime, like kind of sexy playlist. And I used to play all the time, even if I was like starting to date a new guy. And every guy would be like, oh my God, this playlist is so good. I'm like, thank you so much. So honestly, Wait, I want you to send me this playlist. Daniel, who we only went on one date, but he made me this really great playlist. It's really a hit with the men. So it's great. It's I'll send it to you. It's it's good vibes. It's very like chill, like great for unwinding. So you can add, you can take some of those songs to add to your unwind playlist. Is it on, is it a Spotify playlist? Yeah, it's a Spotify playlist. I'll send okay, it to you. Okay, I think we're going to leave it in the, in the show notes for everyone. He's probably like, why are so many people following <laughs> oh, this <laughs> playlist? <laughs> oh my God, she's going to all of a sudden think he's like a DJ. He's like, wow, people found my playlist. Well, he's trying, <laughs> he has a music podcast. So this would actually really help oh. him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, maybe we should hook him up. I don't know. Um, yeah. When Steve and I first started dating, he started sending me all these songs that he loved and like I wasn't familiar with. And I think that's like what made me start to fall in love with him. I was like, I just loved the music. I loved the songs. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're all love songs. I was like, he's in love with me. He was in lo- He was obsessed <laughs> from the day he saw you on the Jersey Shore, honey. <laughs> and I think the last one, and I, we kind of touched on this by taking spontaneous trips is framing little things as adventures. Like whenever I take the kids out for a walk, I always say, do you want to go on an adventure? And Nicholas is like, of course. (laughs) And it's so cute and it's so fun. And like, obviously we're just going for a walk, but I don't know, like who knows where where we'll end up or what we'll find. And I just think that making that little shift and framing even your walk around the neighborhood as an adventure, because what if you meet a new friend on it? What if you stumble upon a new coffee shop? What if you see like the most beautiful flowering tree you've ever seen? I mean, these are things that make me happy. It feels like an adventure to me. I love that. You're very good at that. Um, I need to get better at that. I'm like, oh, what adventure? We're like stepping dog shit today. <laughs> Probably. What an adventure. No, I love it. Okay, well, that's all we have for you today. I We hope that you're really going to take this romanticize your life and really go into the fall season feeling refreshed and energized and ready just to to have a little bit of your like hibernation time as we move into fall and winter. Yes, absolutely, you guys. Okay, send us photos and videos. Tag us when you're romanticizing your life because I want to see it. And if you have any other ways that you do it, share that as well because I think we could all be a little bit happier and more fulfilled in our everyday lives. See you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.